Welcome to Straight Talk Wealth, heard every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. with your experts in all aspects of wealth accumulation, preservation, and income planning guaranteed to last a lifetime. And now your host of Straight Talk Wealth, Bruce Whitey, on News Talk 1590 KVTA. Better make sure not to my goals. Hey, good morning, Ventura. Welcome to another edition of Straight Talk Wealth Radio. Thank you. We are the program that bridges the gap between the global economy and what you should be doing, just trying to freaking retire and get out in one piece and hopefully somebody gets out of here alive you're fired hey listen this is the show about the global economic situation today's show is called the global bubble the causes and the results you're going to hear some things today i'm so excited about what presenting you've never heard this stuff before you've never seen it before Listen, I went and dug up all, so much stuff that had to get trimmed and cut back and all that to bring it to you today. You're going to hear David Stockman, former budget director of Ronald Reagan, who is railing against the Federal Reserve money printing right now. He has written an incredible book uh, that was released in April called The Great Deformation. He is all over the media right now warning people of the bubbles that are being generated in the investment markets by the federal money printing. You're going to hear about this in detail. We're going to also refer to Harry Dent. Harry's going to give us a little bit more on demographics, what the gravity is in the economy, why it takes so much money printing to get the economy off the ground. And we're also going to talk about this Chinese real estate bubble. I was so shaken. I could I could barely, as I put this together, I mean, this is very, very moving information, a moving story that was done by CBS 60 Minutes inside the China real estate bubble. I'm going to take you inside China. You're going to see what it's really like and, and where this bubble is going. And it is, it's very, very concerning. Hey, listen, there's a world of information that we can't present on the air. You want to go to our website when you get a chance, straighttalkwealth.com, www.straighttalkwealth.com. I don't think you have to say www anymore. Um, And listen, I'm going to give you a phone number right now. We're going to give away some really important, uh, about $60 worth of goods that you can, for your reading, for your education today. And we're going to do $1,500 of free financial services. The number for that is 888 882-5578. Write this number down. You will want to use it by the end of the show. 888-882-5578. That's also 888-8-TALK-STRAIGHT. Okay, the global economy. What we want to talk about today, this global bubble, is all the banks of the world are printing money. Okay, we've had a contraction in the economies. It was... There's several causes, and you need to stop and think for a minute. When you look at your own portfolio, first of all, do you understand what happened in 2008? What occurred back then? And did the government make it all better, or is that risk still out there? Now, if you don't have your own wits wrapped around that question, you, my friends, are at great risk. But don't take it from me. I'm going to let David Stockman First of all, start out with the talk today, and when we come back off the break, I'm going to talk about what this means to you and how we're going to help you personally and the giveaways we're going to give you for for quite a bit of valuable materials when you call 888-882-5578. But first, I'm going to let Neil Cavuto off his own show introduce who David Stockman is and why you should be listening to him. We're going to try something a little different tonight. Ronald Reagan's former budget director, David Stockman, has been on this show a few times. And sure enough, after each brilliant appearance, I'm always left saying, 
And often out loud, man, I wish we had more time with the guy. Well, tonight, we're going to give him more time. In fact, we're going to give him the rest of the show. But before we hear from him, I want you to listen to why. As budget directors go, few came smarter than one David Stockman, a self-confessed nerd with numbers. No one mastered the intricacies of Washington budgets better than the man Ronald Reagan picked to steer his revolution. The relatively obscure young Michigan congressman vaulted to fame as the Gipper's point man on slashing bureaucracy and taxes a lot. Among the youngest of the so-called supply-side disciples of names like Jack Kemp and Art Laffer. But it was Stockman's job to find the money and the way and provide the rationale for tax cuts that were so massive in their time that even many Republicans on Wall Street feared Reagan had gone too far. In time, and in no small admission, Stockman acknowledging they had, that the Reagan administration risked overdoing it, that the deficits were real, and the risks for the economy were real and getting worse. Ronald Reagan famously took his young budget director to the woodshed for those comments, but truth be told, not to bash Stockman, but hear him. Many credit that infamous heart-to-heart -heart with a less-reported change of heart on Reagan's part, eventually paving the way for higher taxes in what would become known as the 1986 Tax Recovery Act. Stockman would later say it proved how practical and pragmatic the often enigmatic Reagan was, willing to bend, willing to compromise. If Stockman was sending a modern-day message to what some called intransigent modern Tea Party members, he wasn't very subtle about it. Only this year, blasting Republicans for not budging on tax increases to help tame our massive debt. Once going so far as to say on this very program that such resistance was tantamount to willful ignorance of the facts of life. But Stockman's rant was and is bipartisan. Just as strong a critic of Barack Obama's massive spending initiatives for digging pretty much the same hole, just with a different shovel. Some bristle at his blunt assertions, but few dismiss Stockman's uncanny sense of Washington math. It is a math that Stockman says no longer reconciles reality. All the money going out, not even remotely close to the money coming in. It is a collision course, and Stockman has staked his life and reputation on altering that course, no matter who it hurts. That's one of the things I really love about Stockman. He is very apolitical in a sense. I mean, you can nail him as a right winger. You can nail him as a left winger. Uh, I feel very much the same. I am not interested in polarization and politicalization. I am interested in why all the parties are owned by the bankers. That is my target. Not, And I think they're both owned. So that being said, um, I want to get into now on uh, Fox on Varney's show, uh, David Stockman actually discussing what his concerns are about central banking and what it's doing to our investment markets. David Stockman, all right, former budget director under Ronald Reagan, causing a lot of buzz with that op-ed in the New York Times over the weekend. He warns of a stock market bubble. Again, I'm going to quote. This is what he said in the article. When it bursts, there will be no new round of bailouts like the ones the banks got in 08. Instead, America will descend into an era of zero-sum austerity and virulent political conflict, extinguishing even today's feeble remnants of economic growth. David Stockwell, that is very, very strong stuff, isn't well, it? Well, I, I think we need to recognize where we are, shed the recency bias that says what we've been doing for the last couple of years only will take a little more time and recognize the trend. Here's the trend. Main Street economy has been failing for a decade or longer. Failing in what sense? Well, for one, we have created only 17,000 jobs a month since 2000. In the last 13 years, average 17 a month, we need 150. Investment growth, business investment, real growth, less than 1% a year for 12 years. 
real income, a real net worth of the 90% on the bottom, down 25%. I could give many others, but the point is the Main Street economy is struggling. On the other hand, we have the Fed bubble machine creating serial bubbles that essentially end up shooting the wealth and income up to the top 1% and leaving everyone else behind. This is the third time we have been at 1560 plus or minus on the S&P. We've had two devastating collapses. Uh, Dot-com, $5 trillion lost. Gre uh, Greenspan reflated the bubble. We hit Lehman, $7 trillion lost. Bernanke reflates the bubble. All this money he's created is simply circulating in the canyons of Wall Street. It doesn't go out to the and, real economy and shouldn't. And you're saying <clears throat> there's no way around it. I'm saying the, the this is... The thing of the bubble is coming and... Get out of the way, because there's nothing that policymakers or anybody else can do about this. I, yes, because the entire machinery of Wall Street is medicated, driven uh, by Fed policy. The interest rate isn't a real free market uh, interest rate anymore. It's entirely pegged and medicated. The overnight rate, the three-year rate, the five-year rate, the ten-year rate, all of them are set by the Fed. All of the fast money traders are trading against the Fed. And if they think the Fed is ever going to trade direction, change directions, they will sell the bond as fast as they bought it. And that's why we're in the mother of all bond prices. The stock market trades entirely on whether there's more juice coming from the Fed and whether the smoke signals are real. Okay, I'm going to cut through the chase. This is why we're called Straight Talk Wealth Radio. You're listening to us on 1590 KVTA, and we're here every Sunday morning at 8 a.m., I'm going to cut through the chase. Here's the problem. The problem is that the risk in the market has been very intentionally hidden from you, the average boomer, IRA, 401k, brokerage house investor. There is inherent gravity in the global economy today that has been held back from you by this obscene manipulation of public and private credit and debt. And we are living on borrowed time with free money from nothing that's never going to get paid back. Now, this has been camouflaged from you by the appearances that it seems like maybe the, the economy is stronger, but, but don't mistake the economy with the stock market. All the world markets are high on stimulus right now, but not on real economic growth. And the very fact of the money printing and the debt that comes with it is actually one of the big reasons why the global economy can't organically grow. Now, along with this old rotten debt that should have been shaken out and deleveraged that was never allowed to break, shrinking global demographics are also going to trump this central bank manipulation in the not-so-long run. We printed $2 trillion in the last year and a half for a paltry 2% growth in our economy, and the economy still wants to falter. Just think if we didn't print $1 trillion, we wouldn't be at 1% growth. We'd be so negative, it would be a calamity. It is because... Because the global economy needs to deleverage from these demographic reversals. Harry Dent's going to talk a lot more about demographic reversals in a little bit. And the global bankers and the central governments think that they can just turn a dial on a thermostat and heat back up economies that are trying to contract. And they're doing it with fuel that is all borrowing. But in the end, it just sets up the next bubble burst to be 10 times bigger. Listen, if you had economic troubles and someone just gave you an unlimited credit card, you'd be pretty feeling pretty high too. But some Someday there's a day of reckoning in trying to run an economy on borrowed money. And the experts that are laying this out all agree that the, that, that the reckoning happens well before the end of this decade. And that just so happens to be the time in which the greatest demographic retirement trend in the history of the world is taking place. And that is you, baby boomers. Now, what's the solution? There is no magic pill. But we are going to help those today that think that this is important. 
So we're going to start with a package of goods that is a great place to start uh, to help understand the problem and the solution. We're giving it out for no charge and no obligation, except we do have a free service that goes along with this. Let me tell you real quick. What we're doing is we have my free report called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis, How to Plan for It. We're talking about the manipulation of the money system. So this question of inflation or deflation is critical to what's going to happen to you. And you can't bet that wrong. But in this report, I tell you how to bet on both at the same time. Protect yourself either way. The number of that is 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. We have a book from national best-selling author Patrick Kelly from Rubicon Publishers called Stress-Free Retirement. We've had a lot of raves on that. We're going to give away Harry Dent's Eight Ways for Businesses to Beat the Winter Season of the Economy. We're going to give away a Wall Street Journal reprint article called China's Coming Slowdown. That's $60 of goods because we want you to understand the issues. But here's the bottom line. None of that's going to do any good. It makes no sense to do any of that. It's it, it's worthless unless, unless you have a plan of application on what does this mean to you. And that is the free service that is worth $1,500 if you walk in our office. If you call by the end of the show, we're doing it for free. 888-882-5578. It's called the Retirement Roadmap. What the Retirement Roadmap does is it actually looks at the path that you're on and it's a stress test for your portfolio. So if things are better than we think, how much could you spend in retirement and for how long would that last? And if things are worse and we have a crash or we have something else. How is that going to change your life? And then we will construct from that what the strategy is to protect you from those risks. I'll tell you more about it in a little bit, but you leave two times for me to call you back during the week. I'll call you back. I'm going to ask you six basic questions, get a snapshot of your situation, and we're going to deliver a free retirement roadmap. And when we do that, we're going to give you all the materials for no charge and no obligation because now you have a way to apply them. 888 That's 888 Let's get back to our content. Here's David Stockman talking more on MSNBC recently. Why is this market rally a bubble to you and not just people making money? Well, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, I think if you look at it in historic perspective, this is another huge bubble driven by the Fed. Uh, zero interest rates going on six years obviously is causing enormous amounts of speculation, cheap debt that is fueling all kinds of asset markets. This is a financial asset bubble, and you can see it in the valuations if you want to look at it. The Russell 2000 is hitting another peak today. It's trading at 75 times reported trailing earnings. That makes no sense. It's up 43% in the last year. Earnings of the Russell 2000 companies have not increased at all. It's up 230% from the bottom. Main Street America is not doing that well, and that's what the Russell 2000 represents. Junk bonds, we're back above 207, and we know how that ended up. A housing market is not recovering in a healthy way. There's huge amounts of speculation. 50% of uh, sales are driven by cash. Normally, it's 10%. This is institutional money coming in because the Fed has made interest rates so absurdly low. So, so David, I, let's just take this one step further, because central banks around the world, for example, the BOJ, are for the most part following the Fed's playbook. So is the whole world in a bubble, not just America, according to you? Good point. Excellent point. Exactly. The Fed is exporting this lunatic policy worldwide, and for uh, either good, uh, good reasons of defending their own currency and their trade and their exchange rate, or because they're replicating the Fed's uh, erroneous policy, 
central banks all over the world have been massively expanding their balance sheets. Take the top eight banks. Uh, in 2007, the balance sheets were about $6 trillion. Today, it's $17 trillion, and they're expanding by $2.5 trillion a year. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, there is bubbles everywhere in the world. Asset values are exaggerated everywhere. Now, I think we're in a race to the bottom, and it's only a question of time before the central banks lose control and a panic sets in when people realize uh, that these values are massively uh, overstated. Okay, so on this next clip, we're going to have Stockman actually tell you what to do about it. Now, look, this is kind of shocking. I'm not telling you to do exactly what he says. Uh, No one wants to leave cash in the bank at half a percent, but there are much better ways to execute the same strategy, and you'll learn about them when you get our free retirement roadmap and you study our materials at 888-882-5578. You'll get it when you call 888-882-5578. But I want you to hear how serious he is about protecting yourself from the stock crash. Last line of your article in the Times was, uh, okay, you, you said basically, don't hang around. Uh, the bu- the bu- bubble is going to be burst. And, and basically get out, of, get out of it and get into cash. Yes, That's because if we look at the history of the three bubbles we've been through, this is the third one. When the buildup happens, it takes months and months and years, four years. And so pretty soon all the talking heads are saying, this time is different. We're on the way. This is the, uh, remember, the yes. Goldilocks economy. And then when the bubble breaks and the Fed can't stop it, you lose all of that ground within a matter of a few trading days or a few weeks. You can't get out of the way. So we learned that lesson in 2007, 2008. People got devastated yeah. because they couldn't get out of the way. When they finally got out of the way, the fast money had already figured that Bernanke is reflating the bubble. So the fast money bought all the junk and has now laughed all the way well, to look, the bank. A lot of people we're listening to you. Yeah. You're a respectable guy. You've got yeah. credibility. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're listening to what you've got to say. And you'll say, get into cash. Now, right. what, what do you mean by that? I mean, uh, treasury I'm, securities? I'm saying, that, I'm saying into short-term bank deposits or treasury securities because the capital markets and the money markets are entirely rigged. They're entirely... Okay. No uh, stocks? Uh, no bonds? No, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous gold. casino. How about gold? Uh, even gold is subject to all of these trading forces and margin calls and a lot of speculation, so I'm not even that confident about it. But what I do know is that this market lives and dies by the last word of the Fed, and the people at the Fed have no clue what they're doing. Bernanke is the most dangerous man ever to hold high financial office in the history of the United States. So uh, the Fed creates bubbles. It shouldn't create bubbles. It shouldn't be out there pumping this kind of liquid. Hold on a second. I'm almost out of time. I want you to respond to Paul Krugman. Paul Krugman writes this morning. You know the guy. Okay, Prince of Economics, Nobel Prize, etc., etc., etc. He says... What you've written is cranky old man stuff, the kind of thing you get from people who read Investor's Business Daily, listen to Rush Limbaugh, and maybe if they're unusually teched up, get investment advice from Zero Hedge. Sad, is how he says. Your response? Well, when Paul Krugman was a young man on the staff of the Reagan economic staff in the White House helping us with the tax cuts, he was a pleasant, astute young man. And something over the last 30 years happened to him, and apparently uh, he's lost his way or changed his mind. All right, David Stockman, this, is, this article from the, in the Times, that's part of the book, isn't it? What's yes. the name of the book? Uh, the Great Deformation, The Corruption of Capitalism in America. Okay, so here's the thing. What he's saying is get yourself safe. But at the same time, what fool is going to go put all of their wealth in a bank in cash? This is the difference, and this is what our specialty is. 
I built for years from 02 to 07 in this area. After I got tired of the tech bubble, I didn't, I let my securities license go, didn't want to look at my computer screen every day, but I worked with owners, officers, and key executives of successful companies that wanted to set up pension funds for themselves, but they wanted a guaranteed pension fund. They did not consider that to be their investments. Many of them had lost their shirt in investments, and many of them had done really, really well in their investments. But the guaranteed income that they wanted to derive from the pension get granted in those days we're talking seven eight percent now we might be talking six to eight percent or so which you can still get for what we call cash which means money that can't be lost if you get seven to eight percent totally different game than one percent at the bank that was what they wanted to depend on and then whatever their investments did at the time they weren't the victim of they weren't you know having to get at those at the wrong time of their life now these are available these strategies are available for mom and pop and when the market crashed in 08 and mom and pop kept coming to my office saying their lives were devastated i would have to turn to them and say okay well that's your investments they do that where's your savings and they'd look at me like I was from Mars. All of our savings are in investments. No, savings would be the money that you're not willing to lose. And investments would be the money that you know is at risk. So you must have done some pairing of that. And they never did. And I thought they knew what the business owners did. But apparently they didn't. We'll show you how to implement that on a retirement roadmap when you call 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. No obligation other than you leave Two times for me to call you back, call the operator, you leave that number, you, I'll call you back within the week, I'll ask you six basic questions to get a snapshot of your situation, and then what we'll do is we'll prepare that report, which is a stress test on a portfolio. We look at the best ways for you to be able to stay safe with 6 to 8% rates or so. They all vary, the deals are vary, rates are always changing, but we look at how that would fit in your portfolio. And when we do that, we're also going to give you the uh, free inflation deflation report, uh, America's Monetary System in Crisis, how to plan for it. We're going to give you a book by national best-selling author Patrick Kelly on stress-free retirement. You're going to get Harry Dent's Eight Ways for Businesses to Beat the Winter Season, and you get the Wall Street Journal reprint article on China's coming slowdown. Okay, here's Harry Dent talking about the demographic gravity in the economy that the Fed is fighting so hard against. Hello and welcome to The Sound Money Show from KC Research with me, host Andy Duncan. It's my pleasure today to be speaking to Harry Dent, editor of the free newsletter Survive and Prosper. Today we'll be talking about the current economic situation, its prospects, what strategies can help us all survive and prosper. Hello, Harry. Oh, hi, Andy. Some people use Austrian economics to predict the future. Some people use ethics, psychology and chaos theory. But you're famous for using demographics. What's your latest thinking on whether we're inside an economic crisis? And if we are, is it going to get better soon or is it going to get worse? Well, it's going to get worse. I mean, we predicted 20 years ago that the baby boom generation in the United States would peak in their collective spending around 2007. And Andy, let me tell you how simple this is. It's like life expectancies for for actuaries. We know when people spend on everything from cradle to grave and people spend the most money in countries like the United States at age 46. So if we take a 46 year on the birth lag to reflect a new generation earning and spending more money, borrowing, buying homes, all this great stuff. We'd have, we would have a boom from 1983 to 2007, which is exactly what we have. Now, ever since, 
the demographics have been declining. Once once people's kids get out of the nest, it's not that they retire at first. They, their kids get out of the nest, and they start spending less on their kids, and they save for retirement, and that causes the economy to slow. And this has happened in the last century two times, between 1929 and 42, and 1968 and 82. A generation stops spending, slows until the next generation comes along. So, so you know, we're fighting. The governments are fighting a natural and, and, and a dramatic slowdown in spending because the baby boom is the largest generation in history, and the drop-off in births was substantial for Generation X, they call it. So, so governments are madly stimulating to keep these bubbles from deleveraging. And they, they, you know, they're, they're, they've been successful rekindling the markets, rekindling the economy, but, but it's taking $2 trillion on average in the U.S. alone of monetary stimulus and fiscal stimulus just to create 2% GDP growth, which is you know, well below closer to 4% averages. So, so we have, everybody's like, why is this recovery so bad? It's because the fundamental trends are horrible. Debt needs to be leveraged. We've got huge debt burdens in the private and government sectors, and government's running up more debt than the private sector is deleveraging, and they're keeping the private sector from deleveraging by just throwing money at the banks, and they don't have to write down loans. So these are the fundamentals, and these fundamentals – continue to point down, as well as geopolitical cycles that have been negative since 9-11, and, you know, into at least 2019 or 20. So governments are fighting a battle they can't win, and I think we're getting stretched enough again that all it takes is another trigger like the subprime crisis in the U.S. I mean, four states basically led a subprime crisis in the U.S. that caused a whole global downturn in stocks and many real estate booms to bust around the world. This, this couldn't happen because of four states. It happened because the system was already stretched with debt twice as much as in the 1920s, and demographics are slowing down in almost every developed country. And guess who comes next off what I call this demographic cliff? That's a new book I have coming out in January. It's like, okay, Japan went off first in the 90s. We predicted that. U.S., after 2007, we predicted that. And next is Europe. Europe hasn't even fallen off this demographic cliff yet. They've been kind of in a peak plateau, and they already have a debt crisis, and they have southern Europe in depressions, and the rest of Europe off and on in recessions. What's going to happen when, when more and more people spend less money just naturally as they age, and all this debt weighs more? Debt deleveraging frees up cash flow. It, it kills banks. Yes, it, it hurts some businesses. It even hurts the economy short term, like in the, in the early 1930s. But it it, it takes debt burdens off the private sector where you can innovate and grow and spend again. So, so to me, the government's doing all the wrong things. They've stretched this thing, created another bubble, and bubbles only do one thing. They burst. I think this bubble in stocks started to burst in real commodities. I think it's going to burst again in stocks and real estate starting in the early to mid next year. So I think the worst is yet to come. Governments have kicked the can down the road, as we all know. And I think they've stretched this bubble so much. Stocks are at new highs. Is it, do they deserve to be there? Well, yeah, earnings are up for companies, but 40 percent of the increase in stock prices has come from buybacks. They're just higher earnings per share from companies using very low, super low interest rates and cash on their balance sheets that they're not investing in the future because companies have overexpanded in the boom. They know that consumers are over in debt, not growing. And they know that this this recovery is largely stimulus-driven. So they're not investing. They're buying back their own stocks. Governments are floating more and more debt and buying their own debt. I mean, this, this whole recovery is totally from quantitative easing, fiscal deficits, and government stimulus. And it, it can only stretch so far before the fundamentals catch up. And I think, again, I, I think we've stretched enough where each bubble, like 2000 peak and then 2007 and then now here in late 2013, early 2014, each peak takes you to higher highs and each crash takes you to lower lows. I've never seen a more obvious pattern. This is the same pattern we saw in the peak in the last generation between 62, I mean 1965 and 1972 before the great 73 to 74 crash ended the bubble and ended the downturn. So I think that's what we have ahead of us, unfortunately. Okay, you're listening to Straight Talk Wealth Radio on 1590 KVTA. Listen, folks, the reason I do this show and the success that we had that we were asked to be 
on the air back in 07 was the fact that we had so many clients that survived that turmoil. Uh, That was because I specialized in the corporate area on putting guaranteed plans of income and pensions together for owners, officers, and key executives of successful companies. They did what they did on their investments, but there's a key concept you need to understand to keep yourself safe. And that is you can have investments. Investments is the funds that you're willing to have at risk. You know, they can go up, you know, they can go down. They may not time out perfectly when you want to use them, but they're the things that if we have a disaster, you can sit back and say, I wasn't depending on that. I'll be okay. Savings is the other part of that ledger. Savings is the money that you say, I must have that. I'm not willing to put that at risk. So the question is, where do you go for savings when, as we've heard, the federal banks have declared war on savers who can't even get a point? You go to the same places we built pensions for owners, officers, and key executives where you can get six, seven, It depends. It varies on the guaranteed rates, but where you can get good guaranteed rates, and there's usually two guarantees we get. One is the first guarantee is we're never going to lose the money. So no matter what happens in a coming crash, you can't lose the money. Secondly, when you do begin to draw on that, you could have greater or lesser growth, but the bottom is line is you're going to get good growth with no risk of loss. Once you start drawing on that, if that account goes to zero, and you've lived a long life, and you wiped the account out, our companies are still going to send you a check month by month by month as long as you and your spouse are both living guaranteed. Now, how would that look in your portfolio? How much of your assets should you dedicate to that? How much of your assets should you get out of the way of these markets if they do crash? You can only know that by going through what's called the retirement roadmap. It is a stress test of a portfolio and projects what your life is going to be like if we dial in inflation factors, growth or shrinkage of a portfolio. All of that is shown on the retirement roadmap. $1,500 service, no charge, no obligation. You call 888 888-882-5578. We're going to give you a $60 package of educational goods when you call to get that service. But the number is 888-882-5578. Leave two times with the operator for me to call you back during the week. I'll call back. I'll ask you six basic questions to get a snapshot of your situation. And then we will proceed to prepare your report within a week for no charge and no obligation. That's the retirement roadmap. That is how you implement these strategies we're talking about that can keep you safe in the coming debacle. I'm going to go back to Harry. He's going to talk about triggers of the next collapse, and we're going to begin the topic of China, which is going to blow your mind. Hey, Harry, um, a lot of people talk and ask about triggers. How damaged have we maybe already become as a result of this most recent brinkmanship? And how might this further play out into tripping the next trigger and the next trigger? Well, I mean, first of all, this debt ceiling debate and budget debate between the Republicans and Democrats, that's short term. It, it's, it's small stuff. And, and we may cut a little bit of uh, delay Obamacare. We may, the Republicans may get some minor concessions in spending. That's not the problem. We're going to have the next crisis because the, Ch- the great China bubble in real estate, the greatest bubble I have ever seen anywhere for any country across the board in hundreds of years of studying bubble is China. 
U.S. had a, a, a real estate and debt bubble, nothing compared to China. Spain had a uh, big bubble, and now Canada, and many other countries. But China, China's government has just pushed a mass. I mean, we're talking half a billion people over two or three decades shoved from rural areas to urban areas with no skills. And when the economy slows down and China's exports continue to slow down, and they're already slowing, um, this is going to be a disaster. And when China goes down, China is the second largest economy in the world and the only really fast-growing place in the world. China has helped keep the economy up, just like the U.S. The U.S. was the China from 1914, World War I, through the Roaring Twenties. World War I opened a vacuum for us to export massively uh, mm -hmm. agriculture and industrial goods to Europe while they're fighting the war. And then we became this exporting giant and this foreign exchange um, you know, reserve and, 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 and exporting credit throughout the world economy. And then when that collapsed in the early 30s with our collapse, then the whole world went down. China is the trade supporter of the world, exporting massively, extending credit to all countries, including the United States, $1.3 trillion in reserves they have of us. They've, they've extended us $1.3 trillion in credit in many other countries. When China goes down, the world goes down like the 1930s. That's my scenario, that China is the most important thing that's going to collapse. The real estate bubble is three times the bubble we had in the United States. It's off the charts. It's bigger than any emerging country bubble. China goes down. The world goes down. It just takes, it, like you said, it just takes a trigger. We're all, we, demographic trends are slowing, especially in the developed world. Mm -hmm. Debt is two times plus more than it was um, in, in the 1929 bubble. All it takes is a trigger like the subprime crisis in the U.S. And you know what? Bruce, that was four states, California, Nevada, Arizona, Florida, sank the world. You can't sink the world with four states having a subprime crisis unless the whole world is ready to be triggered because of excessive debt and slowing demographic trends. Okay, folks, look, here's the problem. The problem is that risk in the market has been very intentionally hidden from you, the average boomer, IRA, 401k, brokerage house investor. And if you don't believe it yet, wait till we go in the CBS story on China a little bit. Like Harry says, if China goes, so goes the world. There is inherent economic gravity in the global economy today, and it's been held back from you by this obscene manipulation of public and private credit and debt. And we're living on borrowed time with free money from nothing that is never going to get paid back. It's been camouflaged from you by the appearances of strong economies, but don't mistake the economy with the stock market. All the world markets are high on stimulus and not on real economic growth. And the very fact that money printing and debt that it comes with, the very fact of that is the big reason why the global economy can organically grow. Now, look, we're going to help you with that. I'm going to come back. I'm going to uh, probably lay one more time out what we're offering today. But the number's 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. When you call to get a retirement roadmap, that is a free stress test. We're going to look at if some of these things come true. What would happen to your portfolio? What would happen to your lifestyle? And it's not just like a, a story and a scary thing. This is a numerical study based on software, proprietary software that we use. We use it, first of all, to analyze whether a person is on track for the number of years of retirement and the lifestyle of retirement that they're gunning for. Uh, it tells you whether you're on track or off track, but then we can take that and we can stress test it and say, what if inflation were to take off? How much would you have to reduce your lifestyle? Or what if there's a loss in the portfolio? 
All that comes together. No charge, no obligation. If you call 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578, request the retirement roadmap, uh, which you're going to leave two times with the operator. I will call you back during the week on one of those times, get the questions answered, and start the process of getting the software going. No charge, no obligation. We'll give you my free report, Inflation, Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis, and How to Plan for It. We will give you Patrick Kelly's best-selling book called Stress-Free Retirement. We'll give you Harry Dent's Eight Ways for Businesses to Beat the Winter Season. And we will give you the Wall Street Journal reprinted article, China's Coming Slowdown. $60 of goods that you will get for no charge and no obligation when you enroll on the retirement roadmap, which is also no charge and no obligation, but a great service and a great eye-opener on how to apply the strategies that all the materials speak of. We're going to give you a specific plan of implementation. You don't have to use our services. You don't have to work with us, but we're going to get that for you so you know how to bridge the gap. Let's get into this China story. This is going to be amazing. 60 minutes. This is our two long clips. It's a about 12 minutes all together. I'm going to start with the five-minute clip. I'll break in the middle. We'll go to another five-minute clip, and then we're going to be done with the show and roll on out. Uh, this is taking you inside China. If trouble comes in threes, then what will be the next global market to melt down after the U.S. and Europe? Some are looking nervously at China. China has been nothing short of a financial miracle. In just 30 years, this state-controlled economy became the world's second-largest deftly managed by government policies and decrees. One sector the authorities concentrated on was real estate and construction. But as we first reported in March, that may have created the largest housing bubble in human history. If you go to China, it's easy to see why there's all the talk of a bubble. We discovered that the most populated nation on earth is building houses, districts, and cities with no one in them. The story will continue in a moment. So this is Zhengzhou, and we are on the major highway, or the major road, and it's rush hour, and yeah. it's almost empty. Gillam Tulloch is a Hong Kong-based financial analyst who was one of the first to draw attention to the housing bubble in China. He's showing us around the new eastern district of Zhengzhou in one of the most populated provinces in China. Not that you'd know it. We found what they call a ghost city of new towers with no residents, desolate condos, and vacant subdivisions uninhabited for miles and miles and miles and miles of empty apartments. Why are they empty? I, I've heard that they have actually been sold. They've all been sold. They've, They've all been sold. All been sold. Absolutely. They're owned. owned by people in China's emerging middle class who now have enough money to invest, but few ways to do it. They're not allowed to invest abroad. Banks offer paltry returns, and the stock market is a roller coaster. But 15 years ago, the government changed its policy and allowed people to buy their own homes, and the floodgates opened. So what they do is they invest in property because property prices have always gone up by more than inflation. And so, they believe it'll always go up. Yeah, just like they believed in the U.S. Actually, property values have doubled, tripled, and more. So people in the middle class have sunk every last penny into buying five, even ten apartments, fueling a building bonanza unprecedented in human history. No nation has ever built so much so fast. How important is real estate to the Chinese economy? Is it central? Yes, it's the main driver of growth and has been for the last few years. Some estimates have it as high as 20 or 30 percent of the whole economy. But they're not just building housing. They're building cities. Yes, that's Giant right. Giant yeah. cities being built with people not coming to live here. Yes, I think they're building somewhere between 12 and 24 new cities every single year. 
Unlike our market-driven economy, in China it's the government that has spent some $2 trillion to get these cities built as a way of keeping the economy growing. The assumption is if you build it, they'll come. But no one's coming. This is really completely, totally empty and it goes up. Gillum took us to this shopping mall that's been standing vacant for three years. Can I find this all over China? Yes, you can. They've simply built too much infrastructure too quickly. But I see KFC behind you. Yep. I see Starbucks over there. I see some other very recognizable American franchises coming in here. Yep. At least they... Does that mean they have faith that, that this is going to ignite? No, these are all fake signs. This is to give potential buyers the they're, impression of what it might look like if they moved in. They're not real? So KFC didn't they buy this space or rent this space? No, they haven't. Starbucks? No. They just put the sign up? That's right. It's all make-believe, non-existent supply for non-existent demand. Look at that. Swarovski, Piaget. They're hoping for high-end, too. H&M, Zara. <laughs> it's all Potemkin. Yeah. It's surreal, and it's everywhere, like the city of Ordos in Mongolia, built for a million people who didn't show up. And no, you're not in England. You're in Thamestown, a development near Shanghai built like an English village. And it was finished, I think, around five or six years ago. It must have cost uh, close to a billion U.S. dollars. And you'll see it's still standing there empty. You can see these empty developments on the edge of almost every city in China. What about the idea that China is urbanizing people are flooding into cities, or want to anyway, from the rural areas, by the hundreds of millions. Yeah. And that this really is a smart move, build a housing, to accommodate the urbanization process. Well, so people are being moved into the cities, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they can afford these apartments, which, you know, cost 100,000 US dollars or whatever. I mean, these are poor people moving into the cities, so they're building the wrong sort of apartments. And what's worse, to build all these massive cities, they've had to tear down what was there before, clearing rice fields and displacing, by some counts, tens of millions of villagers. On the edge of Zhangzhou, Gillam and I came upon a strange sight. I'm just watching what they're doing. Do you have any idea? I think they're trying to recycle the bricks. These villagers are salvaging what's left of their homes, bulldozed to make room for more empty condos, already encroaching in the distance. There are all these empty apartments over here. Can they conceivably move into those upscale places? Most people in China live in a bag to less than $2 a day, and these apartments probably cost upwards of 50 or 60,000 US dollars, so it's very unlikely. What will happen to them, do you think? They'll be forced to relocate somewhere. I have no idea where they'll go. These are the immediate casualties of the building boom. You're listening to Straight Talk Wealth Radio on 1590 KVTA in Ventura. Hey, uh, we are, our show today is about the global economic bubble. I hope you got the earlier part. We repeat our shows often because information is so important. So uh, we may sh- play this again next week. Um, let's get right back into it. You are, if you don't know why we call this the global bubble, maybe you're finally getting the idea. Let's get in the second half of the 60 minute special that was done on the China real estate bubble. And there's another problem. Analysts warn that all this building has created a bubble that could burst. So if the bubble bursts, who's left holding the bag? There are multiple classes of people that are going to get wiped out by this. Um, People who have invested three generations worth of savings, so grandparents, parents and children into properties, will see their savings evaporate. And then of course there's 50 million construction workers who are working on all these projects around China. The prognosis of a bubble about to burst isn't only coming from financial gloom and doomers. We heard it from the most unlikely source. Are you the biggest home builder in the world? Yes, I think maybe. You may be. Yes, only the quantity, not quality. 
Wangshire is modest, but his company, Vanke, is a $53 billion real estate empire building more homes than anyone in China. He was born on the front lines of communism and joined the Red Army, but he secretly read forbidden books about capitalism, so that when China liberalized its economy, he rushed to the front lines of the free market. Even he thinks today's situation is out of control. Are homes in China too expensive today? Yeah. Here, here's a number that I saw. A typical apartment in Shanghai uh-huh. cost about 45 times the average resident's annual salary. Even higher. Even what higher. does that mean if, for your economy if, if, if it's just too expensive for the vast majority of people? So buy? I think that's uh, uh, dangerous. Dangerous? That's the um, bubble. So I think that's the problem. Is there a bubble? Yes, of course. There is a bubble, yes. and the issue is, is, will it burst or not? Yes. That's the big yes. issue. If there's a bubble, that's uh, that a disaster. If it burst? If it burst, that's a disaster. To try and prevent the disaster, the Chinese government decided to act. Heard of their one-child policy? Since 2011, China has had what amounts to a one-apartment policy, where it's very hard to buy more than one apartment in major cities. Because of this, prices plunged. The bubble was being tamed. And yet, the taming was creating all kinds of unintended consequences. Are many developers in debt? So, yes. And are many stopping development in the middle of projects? Because uh-huh. they don't have the money to go forward? Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. That, uh, that's a huge problem. A problem because the slowing down of construction led to a downturn in the overall economy. Unfinished projects dot China, and not just apartment buildings. Look at this. Can you believe it? Analyst Ann Stevenson-Yang, who has traveled across China, showed us a giant project all but abandoned in the port city of Tianjin, with concrete skeletons as far as the eye can see. The plan is to build a new financial district to rival Manhattan, including a Lincoln Center and a World Trade Center, only taller. But it all seems frozen. There's supposed to be a Rockefeller Center here. City officials told us everything stopped because developers want to build all the facades at once to match. But on the ground, we heard a different explanation. Workers told us that many of these buildings haven't had any work done on them for weeks, months, as if the developers just don't have the money to go on. It's true. You see that happen first, that migrant workers will go home. That's often the first sign that the debt crisis is starting. The debt crisis. When you stop paying your bills, then everything stops. It could become a debt crisis because of the huge loans most of the developers took out. If they can't repay them, the whole economy will seize up. The government's great fear is that all this could lead to social unrest. And that's not hypothetical. Last year, when home prices fell, it infuriated all those owners of multiple dwellings who watched the value of their nest eggs plummet. And there's already been some demonstrations over real estate around the country. Have you had demonstrations against your showrooms anywhere, your company? Often. So often, Wang sure shudders to think what would happen if the bubble actually burst. If that uh, bubble breaking, that maybe, who knows what will happen? Maybe that, <laughs> maybe I answer, maybe next the Arabic Spring. Arabic uh, Spring. Yeah. You mean people coming out and demonstrating? Mm-hmm. A lot of economists say that it's too big for even this government to control. Uh huh. I believe that top leaders uh, have the enough smart <laughs> to deal with that. You think you're, you're praying they do. You're going like that. But that uncertain. Meanwhile, people who can afford it are still buying as much real estate as they can. They're even finding ways around the one apartment restriction in big cities. Can't buy in Beijing? 
just crossed the city line, and the boom is in full swing. Flyers advertising new projects, potential buyers crowding buses to see new construction, and new owners line up to register their new apartments. Like us in our bubble, they just don't believe the good times will ever end. Go to 60minutesovertime.com to hear what one of the richest women in China has to say about criticizing her government. So here's a really important question that I think you need to ask, which is, have you had any of this conversation with your financial advisor? Have you talked about these risks? Does he tell you about these stories? Or is the story you're getting, the Fed's prepared to give us plenty of liquidity, corporate profits are up, which you heard earlier, a lot of that is companies buying back their own stock uh, because money is so cheap they can buy it back. Why let people have equity in the company if the government is going to give them cheap money? So they buy back the stock, it raises the profits. The point is, do you have this discussion or is everything just rosy? My suggestion is so much of this is intentionally being kept from the American public in terms of the risks that they're taking. Our answer is not to go in a vacuum and go pull shiny objects off a shelf that you think will keep you safe, but keep a strategic plan in mind. Look at the big picture of what you are going toward, what you are trying to achieve in your retirement foreign income and calculate what the risks are numerically. If you had, how big of a dent could you take in your portfolio? Listen, I've had people coming in my office sometimes and they're very, very worried. And I've looked at their situation and go, look, you can lose half your portfolio. And I'm going to show you right now, numerically, that will not interrupt your lifestyle with modest inflation. Or if you, some people might lose half their portfolio and it will interrupt. You need to know that first before you start trying to make decisions about how you're going to take the tactical solution. Understand the strategy first. You're going to get that for free when you call 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. That's also 888-8-TALK-STRAIGHT because we're going to give you a free retirement roadmap for no charge and no obligation. The retirement roadmap is a stress test. It is a strategic plan for your portfolio. We've been doing these for years. You call that number, leave the two times with the operator for me to call you back during the week. I will call you back. I'll ask you six basic questions to get a snapshot of your situation over the phone. Give me a week and we will prepare the software report. We'll make arrangements to get together with us. Our offices are right here in Oxnard across from uh, the collection and Whole Foods. We've been there for a while uh, and uh, we go over those reports, no charge, no obligation. When you order it and when you get the report, I'm going to give you my free illustrator report called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis and How to Plan for It. We're going to give you the book from national best-selling author Patrick Kelly called Stress-Free Retirement. We've had rave reviews from people that we've given this book to. You're going to get Harry Dent's Eight Ways for Businesses to Beat the Winter Season and the Wall Street Re Journal reprinted article, China's Coming Slowdown. That's $60 of goods and $1,500 of financial services for no charge or no obligation. But you got about five more minutes 
minutes to call and then we go off the air. 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. I will take care of you. I will not pressure you. I will not ask you to make critical decisions until you're very informed. If you want to make those decisions and you're interested, that's your business. We're not about pressure. We are about basically solving problems. 888-882-5578. I want to go back to Harry Dent and let Harry tell you what he thinks you ought to be doing to stay safe in this situation. Okay, let's assume then that the Titanic is going to go down. Some people did manage to make it to the lifeboats. For anyone listening to this, what strategies, you know, kind of very simple strategies can they adopt to be in those lifeboats to survive and prosper through to the other side of this? Yeah, and Andy, that's a great analogy. Uh, that's that's what we tell financial advisors in our network. You've got to get people in lifeboats. you got to say, this is, this is our job. We're not here to make you money. We're here to protect what you have after this bubble. Because in the last bubble, in late 2008, before the governments turned it around with massive stimulus, everything went down. Real estate went down. Gold went down. Silver, commodities, uh, international stocks, U.S. stocks, emerging country stocks. Everything went down except for safe cash and, and high-quality bonds. So that's the strategy. People think gold will protect you, but that was in the last crisis in the 1970s. When debt deleverages, you destroy the money created in the bubble boom. When financial assets collapse, you destroy wealth and money created in the bubble boom. And so there's fewer dollars chasing the same goods. That's the definition of deflation. People who are buying gold are betting on inflation. And, and of course, that makes sense. Mass unprecedented money printing, how could this not cause inflation? But here we are five years into this, and inflation this year dropped from 2% to 1%. And, and, and it's very low in Europe, and it's been below zero in Japan until a massive stimulus program that only brought it up to 0.7%. You can't create inflation past the point in a deflationary, debt-deleveraging, bubble-bursting economy. We're saying the danger period is early 2014 into at least mid-2015 and maybe farther, and then again late 2017 or early 2018 into late 2019. If you're just kind of out of the markets and safe in those periods, I mean, we're, we're bound to have a rebound in between like we've seen in the past. But I do think that, that, that what I call in my new book, The Demographic Cliff, we call it you know, the great deflation of 2014 to 2019. These this bubbles are finally going to deflate after governments have spent five years throwing everything they can at the economy. And the truth is economic growth keeps decelerating despite unbelievable stimulus. If, if we'd have put $2 trillion a year in the U.S. economy in stimulus in, in, in the 70s or 80s or 90s, we would have had massive inflation. We'd have, we'd have had massive growth. The very fact that governments are stimulating so hard and getting so little inflation shows how deflation is the trend. And in deflation, almost all financial assets go down. So, so when your stockbroker says, well, we've got you diversified in emerging markets and bonds and commodities and gold and real estate and, and you know, all this stuff, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. This is the only time in the cycle in our lifetime I call the winter season where a bubble boom deflates like the roaring 20s. Uh, and then everything goes down. So if you're not in cash or in cash flow investments, you lose. And if you are in cash and cash flow, you win unbelievably. You get to buy the world on sale when nobody else has cash or cash flow. And then when you can't borrow from a bank, if you try it. Cash or cash flow investments. That is exactly the point. And if you can generate guaranteed cash flow, just like a cop's getting his pension every month, just like a teacher's getting her pension, and guarantee growth without risk of loss, and I'm not talking about bank rates, I'm talking about substantial rates, you will win when asset prices are falling left and right. We'll show you how to implement that specifically for your situation. No pressure. This is, you know, we don't want clients that have to 
trust us or have faith in us. What we work with is people that are informed, that make intelligent decisions, and we're able to give them that information in order to let them come to their own conclusions. The number for the retirement roadmap, it is a stress test of your portfolio, tell you what you can afford in retirement, what you can't, what if things change, what if inflation picks up, what if we lose asset value, all of those things. It is a fluid conversation. When you get a retirement roadmap, it is a two-way conversation. We monkey with the different settings, and you can look at a lot of different situations. The number is 888-882-5578. you got about three minutes left. 888-882-5578. Leave two times at the operator for me to call you back. I'll call you back. I'll ask you six basic questions, and we will proceed to get that together. When you get a free retirement roadmap, we're going to get you my free report, Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis, How to Plan for It. We're going to get you the book from Patrick Kelly called Stress-Free Retirement. We're going to get you Harry Dent's eight ways for businesses to beat the winter season of the economy. And we're going to get you the wall street journal reprint article, China's coming slowdown. That is $60 of goods because we want you to get educated in this. We want you to understand how to prepare, protect yourself and prosper in the coming decade of still more change in America. We will keep the operators on for another five minutes. 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578, talk straight We'll see you next week. We'll do some repeats. We want to have you hear this, and we'll get into some more new topics as we go. Take care. Content of Straight Talk Wealth Radio is for educational purposes only. Any discussion of financial products and their features is subject to change without notice. Consult your own tax, legal, or financial advisor as to your specific situation. Tax-free benefit specialist and insurance services, California license 0E48147.